Hey, what's going on, Sound Seshers and Sound Seshettes? This is Mike, and it's great to be in your earbuds right now, or in your car, or on your way to school, or on your way to work, wherever you are listening to the show right now. I'm glad that you and I are together as one right now. All right, that was a little weird. So today's show focuses on one of the greatest Chicago transplants that hiked up his own bootstraps to come from the city of Northbrook, which is a suburb of Chicago, kind of a smaller suburb, to become one of the biggest names in EDM music today. And that man's name is Ryan Gary Rodden, better known as his stage name, Cascade. In this interview, we talk about the importance of building anticipation for these huge mega sets that Cascade has been putting on for years now. We discuss his feelings toward large festivals in contrast with things like pool parties, late night clubs, and the benefits of playing these types of shows. And being from Chicago, we also talk about his presence and the footprint he left here in the city. He was the first DJ to sell out Navy Pier. His YouTube videos have well over a million billion hits basically i think the biggest one that i saw was 7.4 million hits that was only released a few years ago and for a music artist this is incredible we talk about the influence chicago had on his early work the early edm scene that he was a part of and how he broke out of it to get to the level he's at now we also talk about the creation of melody when it comes to music. Even though with EDM music, electric dance music, a lot of it is focused on soundscapes and music beds, which create this house music-y flow sensation that you often hear in traditional house and bass music. We go into what he does when he's not on the stage, what he does on the road, what movies he's watching, and how he's a little bit of a sweater at times. You're going to have to listen to this interview to find out what that means. And as always, be sure to find this and many, many more interviews at iTunes.com slash Sound Sessions. Be sure to subscribe there. Go to our Instagram page, Sound Sessions WGN. You can find anything on me at MichaelHeidemann.com. Yes, that's my last name, Heidemann. It's very German. It's very strong, and it's very, very long. And that's with two N's, too, so MichaelHeidemann.com right there. But I will not keep you any further from this interview. One quick note, I did this interview in one of our studios, which had the air conditioning blasting the entire time. So that is that noise you hear. But don't let that deter you from the great, great man that you are about to hear. This is our interview with the one and only Cascade. Yo, what's happening? This is Cascade, and you are listening to Sound Sessions. How's it going, man? You're about to embark on this great new tour. Uh, are you excited? What's What's the process like right now? Uh, yeah, the process right now is um, I've, I've currently been doing lots of press, talking to people, making sure that everyone knows that I'm going out. But uh, prior to this, I was working on a ton of new music. I've really spent the last uh, six months in the studio and, um, you know, just working on new material, prepping and getting ready for the show. Nice, nice, yeah. I actually had seen you before uh, and here in Chicago at Spring Awakening a few years ago. Um, blown away by your set, as is like everyone who usually goes when you when you check out a Cascade show. I see that you know you put a lot of emphasis on the intro to things. And now that you're introing into this tour, what's like the 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 things you look for to really start that show up? Because I find that's very important in your in your rundown. Uh, it is uh, because. 
I don't know, the intro, there's always so much anticipation. Mm -hmm. So trying to get that moment right and and use that anticipation to kind of set the mood for the the rest of the um, performance. And, um, yeah, it's definitely something I put a lot of thought into. I'm glad you recognize that. Thank you. I I actually am... That's what I'm doing when I hang up with you guys. I'm going to go work on the intro for Spring Fling. That's what, that's what the next two days entails, me finalizing that and trying to figure out exactly what I'm going to start the show off with. Right on, because it's, it's, it's very important. You know, you, just like you're, you're saying, there's a lot of anticipation for you to get on the stage, and then you're like, you know, what, um, what's the beat that I'm going to drop to get this place on fire? How, how are the crowds, um, how, how are the, have the crowds been at these big festivals? Because this is kind of a big show, as opposed to maybe something at a smaller venue. Do you, do you prefer playing these huge festivals? Um, you know, I don't really have a preference. The festivals are fun, the nightclubs are fun, the mm-hmm. afternoon pool parties are fun. I think they all kind of have their own, you know, their own thing that they bring to the table and their own, you know, uniqueness uh, and allow me to kind of stretch out and play different music to each of these crowds. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm just up to trying new stuff. Um, but the festivals are interesting because, um, you know, it always especially the electronic music you know those those festivals specifically because there's so many people in this world and um ultimately i'm always trying to set myself apart and make sure i play music that's uh you know true to who i am and um you know because being a dj it's an interesting thing but, you know the three guys before me could be playing my records so true it's always a challenge to be able to try to set myself apart um you know, unlike unlike the rock and roll world, um, it's, it's fairly common for some of these acts to, to play some of my records. Um, but I think the thing I have the most success with is um, really kind of focusing in on my music um, and making sure I showcase, you know, the, uh, some of the tunes that I've remixed or written and produced, you know, over the last little while. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's you know that's really great. Uh, you know, being from Chicago, uh, you're the first person to sell out Navy Pier. You, you have this great presence here in the city. Um, I wanted to know though, what was it like? You know, when you were getting your start here in the city of Chicago, and what was the scene like then? What kind of pushed you past you know the the normal sound bar kind of club DJ to this level that you're at now, being from you know the city of Chicago? Um, yeah, Chicago was a huge influence on me as a kid, um, and that's where I got my start, and, and I think those early house records and mm-hmm. the, the, the early scene there um, influenced me as an artist and as a person. Um, as to how I broke broke out of that, um, I don't know. I never really looked at music or making music and playing shows. I never really took it very seriously. Uh, I think... For me, I had that huge influence in my life, and once I left the city, I realized, oh, I really love this. <laughs> and not as many people around the world are doing as, as I had thought. You know, I was a kid growing up in Chicago. I thought everybody was into house music like we were. Uh, it really took me kind of leaving the city and, um, you know, heading west and eventually landing in California to kind of, uh, you know, stretch my legs out, per se, um, and, you know, and, and find myself as an artist. And really, I think the, the differentiating factor and the thing that kind of, um, you know, propelled me to that next level was um, honing in on writing and producing my own material. 
Um, you know, there's there's like a million DJs out there, and anyone with like a, an iPod and and a, you know auxiliary cable uh, consider themselves a DJ. But I, I think in this day and age, to be an electronic music artist, you really need to uh, write your own music and and put a unique flavor to it. You know, something that re- represents you. Yeah, that's that's very true. You know, it speaks to the genuineness of your music. I think that's why people are drawn to it so much because the way that you were able to craft things, it's almost like writing a rock song or like a love song. You know, you piece it together very well. Um, that's that's just, that's very interesting. What what kind of in, uh, just piggybacking on that? What kind of influence goes into your songwriting process? Like, what are you doing outside of the box? That's like, oh, you know, this is going to be a this is going to be a sick beat right here coming up. Like, where do you get that kind of influence for for making it? Is it is it just a skeleton of a song, or or could you speak a little bit on that? Yeah, yeah. There's 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 kind of two factors, right? There's the lyrics and the melody, um, which really for the last twenty years, that's what I've kind of honed in on and, and made paramount and made that most important which is counterintuitive because in electronic music the soundscape the actual music bed um kind of the second part of the song is what's so important but to me when i when i moved to san francisco i saw you know kind of these styles coming and going and at that point uh, this is in the early 2000s uh deep house was extremely popular and i really gravitated towards that sound because um because the song was more of the focus. Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, I fancy myself a pretty good writer. I think to set myself apart, I should really focus on songwriting. You know, I could produce it this way. I could produce it that way. It could be a drum and bass song. It could be future house, new bass, whatever. It can be all these different things. There's a million different subgenres in the underground. But to me, I'm like, if I've got a solid song, that's something that will last. It, it doesn't matter. It can be remixed a million different ways. So mm-hmm. I really need to focus on focus my craft on songwriting and you know come up with great lyrics and great melodies, something that's memorable, and just share a piece of myself. Be honest, and hopefully that will resonate. That's great. Um, I, I truly like that because you know it's good to see e- e- there's some musicians out there that you know could be a little bit jaded by the industry and everything like that. But it seems like you really got your feet on the ground, which is why you know the the people keep coming out. They can see that pureness in uh, in your music. Yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, I think, and, and that's that's cool. And I think it set me apart uh, as an artist, and, and certainly in the electronic music world. But um, I think the thing that it really did is people connected to these songs and I wasn't really prepared for that and I didn't you know I, I wasn't I didn't know how it would all play out but uh, it's been it's something that's really cool so now my shows honestly I'm just kind of like looking back over my catalog and playing some of my my favorite songs and some of the greatest hits and then um, you know playing playing stuff that I'm currently working on music that's about to come out so that's kind of how I've uh, shaped my songs uh, is, is the songs is the songs have been become more important in the show right on right on so you're a very busy guy what do you do when you're not writing music do, are there any good books that you've been reading any good movies that we should check out what what does Cascade do on the road uh, <laughs> I try not to go to the movies I love the movies but mm-hmm. since I'm traveling all the time I see I see a ton of movies on the plane, so I try and save those for the plane. Um, I read quite a bit. Uh, I surf, I skate, I run, I swim. I like being outside. Um, and 
Yeah, you know, just being outside, being active. Yeah. I can tell. Okay, that's that's pretty that's pretty fair. You're saying active. I mean, you're on stage uh, all that time. I'm sure you're dripping sweat. So I'm sure that you're a very active guy. That is the truth. Uh, I'm a sweater. <laughs> all that jumping around. All that jumping around. It's so much. It's so much good energy, though. Good energy. Um, all right. So you're fr- you had some roots here in Chicago. Um, we got to know. The listeners want to want to find out what did you do back in the day uh, here in Chicago for fun, or when you come back, are there any specific restaurants or anything you hit up that you're like, I need. To, you guys got to check out this place. It's a, it's fantastic here in the city. Anything like that? I'm not going to give specifics because those are fighting words, but I, 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 will, I, I okay. always try and get some food. I always get a hot dog. We don't have hot dogs here in L.A. like you guys got in Chicago, and I miss, I miss a proper deep dish pizza, and I miss a good hot dog. So typically the first thing I do when I land is go and get a hot dog and um, um, enjoy that. And everybody's like, well, which one do you get? And I'm like, uh, I'm, like I'm not. I'm, you know, we don't have anything here, so I don't even have to be specific when I go to Chicago because you guys got one on every corner, and they all taste delicious to me. But, um, yeah, I go back, eat some good food, see a lot of old friends, and, you know, reminisce about times gone by. Uh, I miss Chicago a lot. It's always, it's always awesome to get back home. Chicago misses you too. We're, we're speaking to Cascade. He is playing June 16th and 17th at the Aragon Ballroom. But if you want to catch him uh, across the United States, his tour starts on the 12th in Washington, D.C. It's the Spring Fling Tour. Lots of great artists following him too. Uh, Cascade, I won't keep you for much too long. Uh, I did want to know, you know, there's a lot of people who listen to you growing up. Um, you've been around for some time. You have so many accolades underneath your belt. What can you tell that guy or girl sitting in the garage or in their parents' living room or basement who are spinning those records themselves, cr- collecting beats, um, you know, working on their laptop? What can you tell them as some kind of words of advice or wisdom that you kind of picked up along the way? I think you need to be really honest with yourself and see what part of the music do you love? Do you love promoting it? Are you, are you supposed to be a promoter? Do you love to be a DJ? Are you a songwriter? Are you a producer? I think find what your, where your strength lies and really focus in on that first and then kind of learn these other disciplines later um, because uh, you know there's a lot of talented people out there and you need to find what you do the best and really focus on that to, to, to try and be noticed. That's true. It's it, it's been great talking to you, Cascade. That's you know a lot of people look up to you, so we really appreciate the time and effort um, that you put in. You can catch him again on June 16th and 17th at the Aragon Ballroom here in Chicago. If you want to check out his music or any other great tour dates, you can check him out at CascadeMusic.com. Cascade, my man, thanks again for joining us here on Sound Sessions. Thank you very much, guys. No matter where we go.